up, kid. All I gotta say is, Portland can't say shit. It's scintillating. It's sensational. It's Seattle Sounders FC soccer. And we're back with another episode of Sounders Scuttlebutt. It is a normal episode. We have a game coming up. And I have with me, as usual, your president of the Alliance Council and president of Gorilla FC, Cameron Collins. And Cameron, who else do we have visiting us today? Oh, we have the the, the hostess with the mostest, Mr. Steve Money himself, Formerly of the uh, Denver Post, formerly of the 18.com, and now of the Denver Gazette, Dan Boniface. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Welcome back. Hey, what's up, Dan? How you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Not my first time anymore. I, I know what know the drill here. Yeah, the cliche friend of the podcast. Why don't we have a cheers to that? Welcome back. I'm, uh, yeah. I got my beverage. Oh, yeah. Let's drink before we get into anything. Great. And there goes my water heater. Love you guys. Sorry. Uh, what did you just take a shot there, Dan? Uh, I'm drinking a little tequila here. It's a Terra Mana Reposada. It's just some tequila. Mm. Out of a what kind of shot glass? It is in a Seattle shot glass. I figured I'd toast to you guys right here. Oh, thank you. Yeah. See, I'm only drinking Dr. Pepper and cream soda, zero sugar. But when I was in... Uh, Albuquerque for the Independent Supporters Council uh, meeting yearly meeting. I picked up some gummies, so here's some weed gummies. And they don't have low CBDs there, so this is a high CBD. Uh, I got very lost in a restaurant while I was there. Actually, I was just sitting there, and everyone was staring at me, or so I thought. All right, and I am. Well, he's got you got two beverages, Dan. So you'll cover for Cameron. You got another mm-hmm. local. That's true, yeah. I, I brought a uh, can of Elysian Space Dust IPA here. One of my favorites. Budweiser's own. We love it. And I'm drinking, good old, it's, it's not very local, New Belgium, but Voodoo Ranger. Okay, that's Imperial local for me. IPA. That's, that's a Colorado brew right there. Oh, that worked out. There we go. Is it really? Okay. So, Dan... You just got back from Vegas not that long ago, and you're standing. That's well, right. sitting. Uh, <laughs> well, got, you know, you're not. Got, you're, you're awake. Yeah, I got back uh, just a few hours ago, actually. And you put money on the Rapids? I did. I figured when in Vegas. Uh, I mean, I could have, I guess, just downloaded an app here in Colorado and put money on them. But I don't know. It's just something old-fashioned about throwing throwing a few bucks down on the home team uh, to win it all. But why and, not the Broncos? Uh, I don't know. I guess yeah. not much. Not much of a throwball fan these days. <laughs> oh no, Bronco country. Let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> let's ride Russell right out of town. It's probably what's going to happen. Oh no, I think uh, I think Peyton's going to bring him back. You think? Uh, where he should be, but that's neither here nor there because that's this true. is not a 
American football podcast. This is a foot, foot, football podcast. And we, we have, have some scuttlebutt. scuttlebutt. We do have do we? scuttlebutt. Ready? What's your scuttlebutt? Well, yeah. you're wearing a hint of it right now. Uh, I see some red Seattle Sounders FC on your on your chest. It's a nice tee. But the, the new kit did just drop uh, about a week and a half ago, right? Roughly. We're recording on the 22nd. Yeah, um, uh, of February. A week ago. It was a week, ago, I think a week ago today. Okay, cool. Um, initial, and now that it's out, and you can, you've known about it for a while now, Cameron, but, um, actually I'll take, I'll take, and you're actually wearing your, the new one for Colorado there, which is looking pretty spiffy. Um, what's your initial take on ours and how do you like, uh, your new, uh, kit there? I, I really like the Bruce Lee kit. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of it. Um, you know, I grew up on Capitol Hill, and and so you know we would go by um, Bruce Lee's grave like you know every once in a while, and so I I did feel that connection uh, to Seattle when I saw that kit, and and I think it's really cool. I don't know if if everyone across the league will will kind of get that connection, but um, you know knowing the background a little bit, I I really thought it was a cool kit, and then the Colorado one I really like as well. Um, they actually um, invited me to a, a launch party for it last week, and and they gave us out like these really cool media kits that had like all this swag in it. Um, the coolest thing I thought about it was they had this heart on it. Yeah. And, uh, so it's this Denver street artist um, who's really well known here. His name's Pat Milberry, and he um, has hit painted like you know maybe 200 plus murals around denver and so they last year like obviously these kits are made like two years in advance and so they already knew what the kit was going to be last year so last summer they invited him to the stadium uh dick dick sporting goods park and um they had him paint a mural for pride and right in the middle of the mural was this heart and it turns out they end up putting this heart on uh, the new second kit this year that they released. So it was like kind of like this Easter egg that was up, you know, in the stadium for, you know, nine months or however long. Um, so at first you thought there was no connection to the club, and now uh, it turns out that that there is a pretty strong connection because it's, it's the second kit this year. That's cool. Yeah, I love Easter eggs. And, like, when there's an extra, like, layer of thought that goes into a kit. I mean, obviously we had the Jimi Hendrix one that everyone loved. But most kids just come out with this. They're just a nice, cool design until you really, like, look at it. And some clubs don't really spend a lot of time putting those little Easter eggs in um, and giving some shout-out to Heritage of the City. So I think that's that, that's really cool. It kind of reminds me of the piece of heart from Zelda. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> and and this guy has done a whole bunch of hearts uh, similar to this one all over Denver. Um, he did a series of murals called Love This City. And they're all just all over, all over town, and and then he made this one specific for the Rapids. So, pretty cool little uh, thing that they did. And and you know, this surprised me, but they said this was the first ever MLS kit that was made in partnership with a local artist. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Right on. Aaron, yeah. what are your thoughts on the new kit? Now you can talk about uh, it. Yeah, I mean. I mean, first and foremost, uh, we've already talked about the sponsor stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that issue is ongoing. Uh, I was super disappointed because people who ordered during the first week from Adidas UK, you had to ship it to someone in the UK who can then ship it to you. 
were able to buy the kit without the sponsor on it. Uh, but they've now changed that, so it's no longer the case. But, uh, you know, I've loved it since day one. I was a little disappointed today to find out that uh, I just sent you all some links here in the chat. But uh, especially if you look at that second one, it makes it clear that it is the same that was on the Manchester United uh, Chinese New Year jersey that Adidas did. So uh, oh, no. it's literally the, the same dragon. Uh, but uh, I don't know the significance of that dragon and if Adidas licensed it from somewhere or what. But uh, I, I was a little disappointed uh. to find that out, to see that. Overall, though, I still think it's uh, top... I think it's it's inarguably top five Sounders kit, and I would put it top three. I'm trying to do a little compare next to him. Well... At least it's, with they, ours, it's this exact same dragon. They just they just like, zoomed in times six hundred. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so at least yep. there's that, and it's not as uh, outlined. Well, yeah, that's kind of a bummer. It's still I'm, amazing kit. There's a lot of cool stuff going on with um, activations around it in the community. Uh, the more importantly, the merch that they've come out with. Uh, they put out a Mitchell and Ness line that came out the the day the jersey did, and it's fantastic. Yeah, that jacket, uh, an amazing bomber jacket. Uh, a couple awesome hoodies. Do I will note uh, they run smaller than normal uh, Mitchell and Ness, except for the jacket. the The bomber jacket runs small, like every other Mitchell and Ness. But everything else I bought in the size that I would usually wear was huge on me, and I had to return some of it. So. Uh, definitely, if you're a Sounders fan and you are buying it sight unseen, go for your proper size rather than going up a size like you would for Mitchell and Ness generally. Good to know because I have not purchased anything yet. I haven't made it down there. Um, little something about my life is I have a job. I haven't really mentioned in the last two episodes that I've been unemployed and looking. And so I have been, I have been, uh, yeah, working all week and uh, ready to now go spend some money when I get my first paycheck. I'm back in the hotels in downtown Seattle, so uh, pretty stoked about that. And I have some free parking now for games, so that'll be nice. Right on. It's good to see you back in the employment game. Although it was pretty nice. I mean, they got uh, they gave me a little something, something, so I was able to take my time and actually spend a lot more time at home with my wife who works from home and then be able to pick up and, and drop off my daughter where now I'm like commuting the, the lovely commute on I five from Everett to downtown Seattle, which isn't very fun. But, uh, again, I get free parking for the game, so that'll be nice. And you just had to do that, Dan, right? You just moved from main, not, not always working from home, but, Working from home a lot or being a nice drive to Boulder instead of having to go to downtown Denver. Yeah, yeah. I was working at the 18, uh, and that was in Boulder. That was like every day, though, pretty much. And now I'm working in downtown Denver at the Denver Gazette, and it's like three days a week in the office. So I do get a little bit of a break, not going in every day. That's good. Did you get uh, any traction on the article you put up last week about the Rapids jersey that you're actually wearing? A little bit, yeah. Uh, you know, people thought it was cool. Um, you know, one thing I spoke with the artist who who designed it, and he he was a really cool guy, really into it. Um, said it was inspired by Colorado sunrises. Uh, if you can kind of see that, I don't mm. know. And um, and then one thing they're calling it the New Day kit, and um, obviously sunrises and New Day, but it's also they're trying to really um, put a focus on 
um, mental health awareness um, with it. And so they're, they've, you know, raised money and are donating money uh, toward making, you know, mental health uh, access, you know, you know, more accessible for people uh, in Colorado. And um, the, the Rapids have a new sponsor on, on the shirt this year. It's UC Health. And so they partner with them as well on the um, on these initiatives. And, uh, you know, mental health, the access to it is, is pretty poor in Colorado right now. And so it's a it's a pretty cool issue that they're they're trying to raise awareness for and, and just kind of lower the stigma of asking for help when you need help. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on it right me. now. So I give you guys another click and it will be in the show notes. So if you guys want to read some of Dan. Yeah, go go give it a click and learn about it because it. it's a really cool kid. I, it reminds me, I just posted another link there for, for those of us on the, the show that it reminds me a little bit of the four screen rovers uh, blue kit that they had from oh, yeah. last year. Look at that. Um, and, and so, uh, and that's my team that's now in the English first division. So uh, they used to be in the second division along with Wrexham. And now they're in the first division. Um, they look like they're going back. To, <laughs> to, to, maybe, maybe Wrexham will go up and they'll go down and I'll continue to have a team in each one. Since like every American, I'm now a big Wrexham fan. I have yet to see that show yet. I said, yeah, you gotta watch it. It's no. especially once it gets into the actual games and stuff it gets really good is it kind of like is it more like sunderland till i die because i miss that show uh it's aspects of it there's a lot that's just about like the community and and ryan reynolds and uh mac from it's always sunny rob mccallany taking over uh the club and i don't know dan what you think but i think there's times where i'm like okay i get it i get it ryan reynolds you're famous let's 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 move on and, and get to more soccer but I don't know if we're also the target audience. I think they're, they're kind of bringing it to an American audience who maybe isn't as familiar with soccer and introducing them to the sport. Yeah, I mean, I like I like having uh, the star power on the show. I think I think it brings a nice element to it and and breaks it up a little bit. Um, yeah, but I, I really enjoy the show. I, I actually, my wife got me a Wrexham jersey uh, for my birthday here, and so I, I had just in Vegas over the last week, I had one day where I wore this one and I had one day where I wore my Wrexham Jersey around town. And I was surprised I got way more compliments on the the new Colorado Rapids Jersey than, oh, wow. than having the Wrexham Jersey. I, I would have surprising. thought it was going to be the other way around. Yeah. That's awesome though. Yeah. I'm so jealous because the Wrexham jerseys are perennially sold out, but somehow uh, she got it for you like the week that they were available. Well, you said perennial perennially and i'm going to rake a really yeah. stretch into the next topic here but the sounders okay. are perennially perennially usually thank you voodoo ranger uh in the playoffs they weren't this last mm. year but do we have a better shot of the playoffs this year with the new format that just dropped yesterday um i don't know that was, that was a I stretch mean... but i made it uh <laughs> yeah new playoff format the biggest change really is uh what they did it for like one year, I think, and like, or no, it was a ninety six to two thousand two. Was it this the format where it mm-hmm. was a best of three series in the first round, and there'll be nine teams uh, from each conference that make it. So eighteen out of the twenty nine, well over fifty percent of the teams are making the playoffs, and then it'll be single elimination after that with the highest seed hosting. Right. So, what uh, Dan, were your initial thoughts on on this? I I, I wasn't watching MLS. Uh, 
20 years ago plus. So I've never seen this format before. Yeah, the format is weird for me. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, looking at it, it seems like they were trying to accomplish a few things, you know, more home games for every team um, that makes it, um, you know, outside of the, the nine seed, which is that eight, nine play in game. Um, but basically you've got eight teams in each, each side of the league that are going to have a, at least one home playoff game. So from a revenue perspective, I can understand it. They're, they're wanting to make Apple happy, uh, more games in the playoffs. Um, so I think it's just basically a money grab. I, I don't know how much more entertaining it makes it. Um, I don't know how much more, um, fair or competitive it makes it for the one seed, um, versus, you know, the eight seed. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm interested. Uh, more soccer is better in my book. So, you know, I'm, sign me up. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of more soccer as well. My, I have a few concerns. If you win the first game and tie the next two, uh, potentially the, that, that other team could win on penalty kicks and go through. So despite the fact that you were the only one to win a game, you could not advance. So uh, I think I read we, that there were no ties in, in those games. Oh, they go to, to yeah, they, they go, go to PKs, but you could. Yeah. Well, I think what you're saying is you could tie in the second game and go to penalty kicks and have yeah. the other team and win, and then do it right? again in the third. And yet you won the first game outright, and then yeah. so you could score a, two two goals in the first game and not score another goal. Uh, other way around, you could score zero goals goals in the whole thing and lose to someone who scored goals. This is coming from you, fans of a team that won an MLS Cup without <laughs> even getting a shot uh, on goal, but whole, yeah. that was yeah. a free game. <laughs> yeah. To have it yep, formatted yep. like that is, yeah, a little annoying. I just don't. I don't like that aspect of it. I do like more games. Here's the problem: when you add in League Nation Cup and Champions mm-hmm. League and all of these, you're playing upwards of sixty games by the time the season's done. We don't have the rosters for that. We don't have the roster depth in the MLS for that, as we saw last year. Just adding Concacaf Champions League screwed the Sounders. So uh, there's not roster depth, and there's not uh, enough money to sign those we'll say like seven through 12 players that should be TAM players that right now are like lower level starters. Um, There's just not, they have to, if they're going to do this, they needed to up the salary cap and expand the rosters. So I'm, I'm not a fan of it without that at all. And so actually that's a good point. Cause you'd think with the new the Apple deal that you might've seen some restructuring to the, the cap or any of the 15 you know, more than 15, no, they're not, but... they don't want to give players money. <laughs> they're about making their own. Come on. They, they just got the largest individual investment by a sports league or, or by a, a sports brand in American sports, I believe, uh, in the new Adidas deal that came out today. So Adidas was just extended another six years from 2024 to 2030. And I don't remember the exact number, but we're talking, you know, Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, like six hundred million or more. I think it was like eight hundred and thirty million. Yeah, I think I think closer to a billion than half a million. Yeah, or half a billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, so suddenly the league is flush with a lot of cash, but I guarantee you, we're not going to see that go into the players until a new CBA comes along. Then it will have to. Hmm. Well, I'm on the fence about it. I mean, I, I, it's neither. I like more soccer, but. Yeah, the your point is a good one, Cameron. That you could <laughs> that could happen a lot with that many teams in it. That just the right the best team technically doesn't win. However, I mean, you could argue that maybe you don't deserve to advance, and 
if, if you can't if you can't beat that team and maybe they don't make it so it'll be it'll be interesting to watch but um yeah i i don't I'm still on the fence. I guess I'll wait to see it. What I don't want to happen is in another year or two, they change the format again. And then oh, again. Well. And again. Well, it seems yeah. like this is a good format for when, if the way they're expanding the league to potentially 32 plus teams, right? What, have they set a number of what their goal is? No. But I mean, it, I it's looking like something like 32 too, but... plus, right? With the other St. Louis yeah. is new this year, aren't they? Yep. And, and the interesting thing will be, what I mean, I, I already think we should be in three conferences right now. I think it's kind of mm-hmm. silly that we're not based on the number of teams. I mean, you have Chicago in the east and then St. Louis in the west. They're they're like directly up and down from one another and are huge rivals and they're not even playing each other. Mm-hmm. So they already should should create a, a central conference. Like baseball. Yeah. I, I'd yeah. love to see him go to 40 teams and then have two 20 team divisions just like the Premier League has a 20 team league and then, you know, have them each play each other twice home and away. And then, you know, just keep the two conferences separate. And then, uh, and then the playoffs is where they play in the finals. finals. Uh, Yeah. I like, I, yeah, I wouldn't mind that at all because that way it is more fair. I I like this single table. I mean, I feel, I wonder why, I think it's because the United States is so big is why we don't do that. Can you imagine if, Seattle had to travel to every East Coast team, and East Coast teams had to travel all the way to Seattle or LA. It would just it would be never ending. But uh, that's a great idea, Dan. Let's let's do that. Well, and playoff wise, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys heard that rumor about them going to like a um, like a round robin format. I, I would have been a fan of that. Over um, would have been interesting. Hmm, I didn't hear that. Ended up with. So basically they would they would have like eight teams make it and then, you know, two four team or it was either eight teams or nine teams and then either like two groups of four with a round robin, the higher seeds being the host city. Um and then, you know, they would move on depending on on how they would do in that group stage. That's interesting. That would be interesting to watch. Definitely not what Adidas or MLS want for money though, based on what you were saying with the home games and more TV, yeah. but I mean the home games. I, I I read today a stat from uh from someone who's who's uh, works for a sports agency like uh, represents players and said that every home game was five to ten percent extra revenue for a team. So of course they want the, the home teams and more games makes mm-hmm. Apple happy because then they have more products to put both in front of and behind the paywall. Which they have every game. So. <laughs> Speaking of which, you don't get. I'm going to do this live on the air. You don't get uh, MLS season pass, do you? Me? Mr. Mr. Langley, yeah. Uh, no, I am not the season ticket holder of the games I generally go to. My buddy is. So. Yeah, I did because I am. But I, I got a free one from T-Mobile, so I'll go ahead and pass it along to you so that you can watch. Well, if T-Mobile's listening, then maybe they're going to come after you and I won't get it. But thank you. No, it's part of my subscription. You know, I part of, part of me paying them money every month. Well, thank you, Cameron. You're welcome. And and Dan already got his from being pressed, so he's yeah. set. And I have an extra one from T-Mobile as well. <laughs> All right. So maybe we'll do a quiz at the end of the show, and uh, one of our, our listeners can come <laughs> in with an answer. Um, cool. So I think we've done enough scuttlebutt. I want to get to yeah. our very first game of the season, or MLS game. Um, did we do a show after 
No, we didn't. We I lost mean, we in the in the World, Club World Cup, and it, we did okay. There, there was a Club World Cup game. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, it's I think we did. We did the Jersey show, right? Did we at the Jersey the Jersey no, issue? Providence. No, because you you left. Nick Nick was on, and at the very end, oh. we did like a slight. What do we think is going to happen? So at least we didn't talk okay. too much about the Club World Cup in that episode. Okay. It was more New Year's resolutions, but now I'm thinking back. Yeah, see. It's going to be great to be back on a regular schedule here so we can actually have some memory yeah. of what we've talked about. Um, I mean, here's my take. I'll give you my my two-sentence take or whatever. Club World Cup, Sounders looked great in the first half, uh, got out-coached in the second half as we usually do in big games, and uh, lost on a bad bounce. I that's, tend to agree with take. that, and the and we have the typical Cameron hot take about our coaching. Love it. Mm, yeah, it showed up first, first game of the season. It showed up. Surprise, surprise. Maybe we should have chosen Garth over Brian. Hmm, maybe. maybe. All right, maybe coming not. in hot. Maybe I'm wrong. Episode 34, coming in hot. All right, let's let's uh, let's take a breather with that and mm-hmm. talk about the Colorado Rapids. Give us a little bit of preview, okay? All right, Colorado Rapids. What do you expect out of them uh, this season and uh, coming up against the Sounders, Dan? Um, yeah, Colorado had an interesting offseason. Um, you know, they did basically nothing until about ooh, mid-January. And then all of a sudden they just started signing people left and right. Um, they have added a lot of talent to their team. Um, basically, the only people they've lost are Jossie Zardes. Um, who signed with Austin, and then uh, they also lost uh, Felipe Gutierrez, who was only there for like the second half of the season, just a midfielder. And um, and so they brought in some good talent. Um, they brought in a new goalkeeper to compete with um, William Yarbrough. Um, they brought in a new left back. Uh, they brought in um, a guy from Wolves, a uh, midfielder from Wolves uh, named Connor Ronan. Um, who looks like he can probably be a starter in their midfield. Um, and then uh, they're getting a few guys back. Uh, they brought Cole Bassett back from loan. He was uh, in in uh, the Netherlands last season. And then um, a couple guys who were injured, um, you know, they're getting them back that they were out all last season, Brian Galvan and uh, Abubakar Keita. Um So they've got... They, they're as deep as I've ever seen the Rapids right now. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, I, I just don't think there's going to be enough playing time to go around. Um, so, you know, it's going to be tricky for Robin Frazier to, to kind of balance the team and keep everybody happy. Um, oh, and I didn't even mention they, they signed a DP from Denmark uh, center back um, named Andreas Maxu. Um, and so, he'll probably slot in as a starting center back. I'm, you know, they're, they're so deep. They could, they could either play with four in the back or they could play with three in the back with wing backs. So, you know, I think that's probably the direction they'll go three in the back with, with wing backs. Um, but, you know, obviously we haven't been able to see anything during this preseason. So, um, but just from, you know, based on looking at what the lineups look like, I think that's how they'll probably, probably set up. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm interested to see how they look at the first game. 
Do you think they they start uh, Illich at the back or Yarbrough? Uh, they sign yeah they signed Marco Illich uh, pretty late. Um, so my guess is it's going to be William Yarbrough at least to start the season. Um, but we'll see. Um, you know, as, as time goes on, if if uh, Illich can can win the job or not. Yeah, and they uh, is Cabral still on the roster too, or did they they loan him out? Uh, yeah, I didn't even mention him. Um, so yeah, they made the they made the big trade with LA Galaxy, um, brought in Kevin Cabral. Uh, basically, you know, they they paid. I think I forget exactly what they paid, like a million in in Gam or a million in Tam uh, to bring him in, and then. Um, LA Galaxy is paying like most of his salary, half of his salary or something like that. So, you know, that's kind of the Rapids MO. They they um you know, they go out and they they bring in guys who have had a down season and and think that they're going to bounce back and you know, with a fresh fresh start. And uh so we'll see. I mean, Kevin Cabral created a lot of chances last season, uh, but he was obviously really poor at finishing and so um you know we'll see how how that works out what what are what would you say are like main players to watch then if with all those changes going to this um, i know you haven't I, really I seen think, much of them but yeah i do think they'll set up um with kevin cabral on one wing and then um, probably jonathan lewis on the other wing um so those guys will be dangerous uh you know running up and down the wings Cole Bassett, you know, I, I was talking to some, you know, insiders with the team last week and, and they said he's come back and looks like a totally different player. He's he's really stepped up since his year away uh, in the Netherlands. And so I think he's going to be a difference maker. Um, and then Diego Rubio, I think, um, you know, he obviously is coming off a great season last year with 16 goals. So um, I'll be interested to see if they play him as um, you know, a number nine up top or more of like a number 10 creative midfielder. He excelled in both roles last season, um, wherever they put him, he was productive. And, um, so if they play him up top, um, then I think, you know, you could see some different things in the midfield. If they play him at that creative, uh, midfielder spot, then I think, um, what you'll see at that number nine, um, position is going to be, um, they've got this 18 year old kid named Darren Yappi. And, um, you know, from what I understand, they want to give him a chance uh, to get on the field. And he's looked really good in preseason. He scored a, a handful of goals in the preseason. So, um, you know, if, if you see him starting, then that's, that's a sign they wanted to go young up top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys were eliminated just like us last year, huh? Yeah. yeah, he had 43 points. You're in the fight with us to try to get in there. Do you think Jack Price? Oh, sorry. Oh, I, I was I was I just saying was with coming. all that. Like, what's the general consensus yeah. um, on on this um, team going into this year? I mean, are people huge? Yeah, huge excitement right now um, amongst Rapids fans. I, you know, I've seen people picking them anywhere from second in the conference to fifth in the conference. Um, I, I think everybody feels like this team could. Could even be better than the team that won, um, you know, won the Western Conference two years ago in the regular season. So, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty optimistic because you know I've never seen them have a team this deep, and um, 
I think a lot of it is going to come down to can they keep Jack Price on the field? You know, he missed a lot of time last year. Um, but if he could play, you know, 75% of their games, you know, I think they could be pretty dangerous. Do you think Jack Price will play a role in that? Yeah, I think I, I think that, um, you know, he he's obviously the engine that makes them go. And, uh, you know, he's great on set pieces. They, they need him in the lineup to kind of be that that metronome that guy that just kind of keeps the pace of everything and keeps everybody going and um you know from what i've seen he's been playing this preseason he's he's healthy again and and so from a rapids perspective i think i think that's a really good thing yeah shout out to the man with the best beard in uh mls <laughs> uh speaking of beards i wonder if jp i know he's gonna play well, I don't know that. I don't know that, but uh, he should be getting some minutes, right? But Raul might not be playing. All right? No, I, I would be surprised if Rui Diaz plays. I think we're going to see a bear start it forward. That's not a huge drop off, surprisingly. A bear's goal mm-hmm. per minute average, or however you want to put it, goals per ninety minutes average was. Uh, Live just a slightly less than Raul's. Uh, enough that he wouldn't start over him, obviously, but uh, Sounders may be missing both him and Obed Vargas, who will not be playing. Yeah, Obed. Was it, was, oh, it was Obed. So it wasn't his back, right? Was it like hamstring or something as well? Yeah, he, he uh, it was either hamstring or quad or something. So uh, Sounders coming in a little short-handed against the Rapids. Um, usually okay at home. Sounders versus Rapids, but not always. Uh, I remember when the Ginger Ninja would come in and and, and tear us apart, uh, or Connor Casey was getting injured. So uh, what's your prediction for the match, Dan? What do you think the uh, Rapids are going to be able to do coming in to Seattle the first game of the MLS season? It's really hard to predict this one just because we haven't seen them um, really play. Um, You know, I've been pretty plugged in to the results of the preseason games, but I have a feeling that they were not allowed to stream nobody's told me this but i have a feeling they weren't allowed to stream any of the preseason games because of the apple deal um like Mm -hmm. apple had the rights to everything and so yeah apple did show some preseason games as test games so i think that's probably right yeah so we haven't been able to see anything other than you know like a minute here or a minute there of like goal highlights um but having you know, paid pretty close attention to how the games have played out, you know, just over Twitter and, and whatnot. It seems like the Rapids have, have played pretty well um, until they bring in their subs. And then when they bring in their subs, there's been a drop off and they've conceded a lot of goals. So, you know, if their main guys can go, you know, close to the full 90 and, and they don't have to switch things up too much, I, I feel like the Rapids can put on a good performance. But Again, really, this this game is kind of a blank slate, and we'll have to kind of see, um, you know, what they'll do. Prediction-wise, um, you know, it's it's a hard one to to predict. So I'd say when I, You're in when Vegas. I have a hard time predicting, uh, I'll You're in Vegas, draw, what do probably. you do? Well, I you know, I'd probably bet on the Rapids just because I'm being a little bit of a a homer having followed um, all the moves they've made this off season, but I feel like one one or two two would be probably a fair result. 
I would hate to start the season off with a draw, but you're probably right. You know, everyone just kind of working themselves out. We at least did have a a legitimate competitive match, to, but it was almost a, well. Was, was that the fourth? So it's only like right. It was the fourth. It's only like two weeks ago. Yeah, so. but but last time the Sounders played at Colorado, they lost one nothing in a game down the stretch there, and that was like a, a must win for playoffs. And then, of course, we did beat Colorado three zero at home early in the season. Uh, there was a red card in the game for Colorado. Do you recall when that was in the game, Dan? I don't remember that long ago, uh, but uh, obviously that probably. Uh, played a little bit of a role in it. Uh, yeah, 61st minute. So the Sounders were already up 3 nothing at that point. So, um, But I think the Rapids were early last year were still trying to find their identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they finally found it, and then they traded away uh, uh, Kellen Acosta. Yeah, they traded him preseason. They traded Mark Anthony K middle of the Oh, Mark Anthony, you're right. I, I yeah. switched their names. They both went They both, they, they both. both went to LAFC? No, um, they had... Um, they sent okay, K, when it came K in, to Toronto. Right. Yeah, they yeah, got yeah, yeah. K from from LAFC, LAFC, and then they sent yeah, yeah. Acosta later to LAFC. That Kellen Acosta trade still still hurts right here. I loved, I loved watching that guy play uh, for the right. Riding your piece of heart. Yeah, he was he was playing well. Like he was doing things there that um, really were pushing. I mean, that was the year. Wasn't that the year that they uh, won when Seattle lost in the final day of the season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that so, team had such a good midfield with with Price and Acosta, and at the end of the year they had K in there, and they also had Cole Bassett uh, before he went away on loan. So, you know, wow. having having Bassett back, having Price hopefully health healthy, and then um, you know they brought in um, Connor Ronan from from Wolves. He got a little bit of time in the in the Premier League this season with them. Um, you know, I think I think with those three in the midfield, that I think they could be pretty solid. I think right on. I think you know, and I think about it a little bit more. We really didn't have. I think we have almost all of our minutes, other than well, Will Will Bruin from last year, uh, returning this year. Uh, Heber start it was probably starting right, but he like you were saying, Cameron, not a big drop off from Raul Rule from a from a statistical standpoint. Obviously, new team. Yada yada yada, but he's a four-year MLS vet. He's he's a seasoned pro, and he's got quality distributors around him. I think if JP does at least say play a half, if not start and and then get subbed out fairly early. I mean, he's he looked good. He looked good in Morocco, um, and he's hungry. He I th- I think, and I'll give props to Sandra at heart. Good article, kind of giving us a catch you up on 2023 but i kind of like like whoa i didn't know it was that big of a, a gain to have jp is it was a 1.69 points per game with him in the lineup versus 1.12 that's that's half, that's that's more than 0.5 so um that's a huge drop yeah, yeah. yeah. so he's, i think with so all important. the consistency and if he plays with the bunch of new players which could be you know lightning in a bottle or it could be something actually sustainable who knows we don't we don't know out of colorado so i think maybe with that big question mark or 
I, I think that's that's what we don't know. But I, I'm, you got to go. I'm going to bet with consistency. I won't be a homer on it. But um, I want maybe two one win. Maybe two one win. Oh. Oh. But we also don't know. I don't, I don't think that's what, yeah, what you're going to bring that's us. That's a bad guess for sure. I mean, Colorado was terrible on the road last season. I think they won one game. I think they were the worst MLS oh, really? team on the road. So um, it wouldn't surprise me to see that. Oh my God, you're right. One eleven and five. Hmm. Seattle was three twelve and two. Yeah, not <laughs> but, much better. Yeah. I mean, th- that's going to be the interesting thing about this game is I think from top to bottom of roster, uh, Rapids might be a better team than the Sounders are right now without Ruiz, without Obed. But there's still some star players that could take over a game that we don't know. Those are question marks yet in Colorado with some of the new players and what they could do. Um, however, uh, much like when Felix Hernandez pitched, uh, you can't win zero to negative one. So, uh, I mean, I'm going to go one zero Rapids. I, I just don't – I haven't seen anything. And in, in I didn't get to watch, obviously, the, the preseason game for the Sounders against Louisville. But I did watch the highlights. And um, a Bear scored. He scored in like the sixth or eighth minute of the game, some crazy early number. But – um, I just I didn't see anything that led me to believe the Sounders are going to score from uh, the game uh, in um, Morocco. I did I did see them that if they can finish, they they can easily be one of the better teams in MLS. They, I mean, they look great in the first, that half, first half. Yeah, but I mean, it just feels to me the same way it always does to be a Sounders fan is they have forty five shots and scored you know zero to one goals. That's obviously not accurate, but that's what it feels like sometimes. So uh, I just, until I can see us consistently find a goal scorer, uh, and whether that's Bear or a healthy Rui Diaz, or I think we should have both up top, um, I just don't know where our goals are going to come from. Uh, Jordan was the most goal dangerous person in Morocco, and, um, you know, maybe, maybe it's time for him to step up and start scoring some of those and being a little more selfish instead of passing it. That was my New Year resolution for him was to to be that man we always thought he was going to be. I mean, he's had mm-hmm. not his fault injuries, obviously both knees, but also when he's healthy, it's like a come on, man. So <laughs> yeah, so so I'm going one one nothing Colorado uh, on the road for their first road win of the season to match the number of road wins they had all of last season. Okay. Well, I think we should start bringing it into port. Dan, I believe, uh, thank mm-hmm. you for your time. I know you're an hour ahead of us, right? Mountain time. So That's thank right. you for that. But I and, feel like I'm on Pacific time because I was in Vegas. Uh, yeah. Is that is Vegas Pacific time? Yeah, it is. Yep. I didn't know there was time in Vegas. At least they don't tell you what time <laughs> it is. Uh, well, cool. Um, and obviously, Dan, you're, you're in the Discord. So if anyone uh, has some predictions before the match this weekend, it's just on Sunday, right? Sunday on FS1. On Sunday at 5 p.m. Seattle time, 6 p.m. Denver time. Right on. Thank you. Only game on Sunday. Oh, really? Wow. Better not be (laughs) 0 (laughs) 0. Yeah. All the rest are Saturday. So they got to put on a show. Right on. He has to jump on the Discord. It's uh, in the show description right next to Dan's wonderful article about the kit he is wearing. Give him some clicks. He is our friend. And uh, Dan also. We don't really have to bring it up, but remember when when Beckham makes it big, we're his first interview. Okay, <laughs> that's yeah, right. 
that's, that's right. right. That's yeah. the whole reason we were in Vegas. Uh, we were out there for a tournament, um, yeah. youth youth soccer tournament, and Beckham uh, he showed up. He had a couple of goals. They, they played against um, a youth team from the LAFC set up and um they lost 3-1 but but Beckham scored the one so that was that was fun. Hell yeah. And he scored in another in a, one of the other games too so. And so I saw a fun. video of him checking on a player that had fallen down uh while he was on a run. I thought that was pretty nice. You're raising a great kid, Dan. All right, Thanks, man. Dan. Well, where where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, follow me at Daniel Boniface. If you're in the Discord, it's the same name as my Discord name. Where where can they find your uh, TikTok with all the the fun dog videos? <laughs> yeah, if you want to follow my dog videos uh, on TikTok, <laughs> it's just at D Bonif D B O N I F. Is it your dog? Yeah, uh, I've got yeah two toy poodles. Okay, of, good. Toy poodle uh, videos on there. Okay, good. I was like, this is kind of sad, man. <laughs> just, just look at all these cute dogs on the internet. Everyone, come follow me. Right. <laughs> no, just cute dogs. All right. And Cameron, <laughs> how about yourself? You can get me on Instagram and uh, Twitter at Legal Minded Punk, all one word. Or um, I'm running the at Gorilla FC and at ISC Supporters uh, Twitters as well. So you can find me at those. I don't run Alliance Council, but if you message them, I'm sure they'll get it to me. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know you were running the ISC. That we said. Well, I guess since since the last time we've had a show, I am now the uh, director of communications for Independent Supporters Council. So, uh, oh you snap! Know, all the extra free time that I had. Let alone a um, show. No, My friend hasn't I'm, told me this. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the board of ISC. So uh, congratulations. ISC, if you don't know, is an amazing organization of supporter groups from now around the right nation. <laughs> I think only, and it's not just MLS, USL, uh, USL Championship One and Two, NWSL. You know, there's um, we had uh, the Minnesota uh, Minneapolis City came in their their group uh and was nate from seattle uh formerly of seattle one of my good friends is running their group there so they're a usl2 team got to Hmm. see lots of cool stuff at the conference and uh, excited to be working with all the great groups i think only two mls teams are not uh have it doesn't have anyone in there and i think it's orlando and maybe miami i don't that might not be true though orlando and another team i should know this but i'm new to the job yeah, get get to communicating, and maybe we can have some interesting people on. That'd be kind of cool, actually. Now that yeah. you spread your web a little bit, and shout out to St. Louis City Punks, who are the newest uh, group, and they they just recently got voted into ISC, so the newest supporter group in ISC. It's a dope name. Um, Twitter, I'm Aaron Lingley at Aaron Lingley, A A R O N. That's about it. And James will follow. Hey, I've been us going up. on the Discord. Have you started going on the uh, your Instagram again yet? You figured out my Instagram? No. Yeah. No, I <laughs> I don't. I'm just. I'm an old man with internet stuff. I don't our listeners are waiting. They want pictures of your dog and your baby. Yeah, I'm not putting my baby on the internet. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> when when she gets her own handle or at or whatever. See, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I join the Discord. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Cameron. And take it away, James. Hi, James. You can follow the Sounders Scuttlebutt podcast on Twitter at SSFC Scuttlebutt. 
And for all inquiries, including questions for the gents or sponsorship opportunities, please email contact at scuttlebuttproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show for new episodes following every Sounders FC match. And don't forget to share your feedback by rating and reviewing. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at BritVoxus. That's BritVoxUS. We'll see you at Lumen and go Sounders. Alexa, who's the best MLS team of all time? The Seattle Sounders are both unequivocally and irrefutably the best MLS team of all time.